Welcome to Going Out Your Door, the podcast to get you out your door and on the road. My name is Marjorie Frymouth, and thank you for tuning in today. How are you all doing? It is a lovely, sunny, snowy day in Colorado. I've been having a lot more cabin fever lately than I have really since I came back to the States, definitely since winter set in. But just like once we got through the holidays, really like cold, January just really settled in and I'm kind of over it. We don't have like the lovely, pretty snowfall, white Christmas, all of that. Now it's just cold. It's just cold and I'm cold and I want to be able to go outside without wearing boots and a jacket and a scarf and a hat and all that stuff. So I've been going a little stir crazy, but I also realized that since it's not actually snowing much at all, I can drive. (laughs) I think I mentioned like way back in the fall that until I came back in August, it had been like six years since I'd driven a car and it is not something that came back to me super well or fast or easily. Just that like instinctive comfort level that you know, we all generally get when we start driving or have been driving for many years, that was gone. I felt like a first time driver all over again. And so I'd like gone out a little bit in the fall before it started snowing. And then we had these snowstorms. I was like, well, I can barely drive in the best of circumstances. I'm not going to go drive in the snow, even though I did get my driver's license in the winter in Maine. So I have a lot of experience with snow and driving and hills and all of that. But it just didn't seem seem like the best situation right now. So I stopped. And then I just like had it in my head that, well, like it's winter, I can't drive anywhere. And I realized, no, like when there's no snow, the roads are totally the same as they are in the summer. So I went out for a drive the other day, I took myself out to lunch in the neighboring town. And I mean, that in itself was not that exciting, but I'm going to start venturing further afield by myself because I go plenty of places around here, but I'm always with other people, which is super fun. Don't get me wrong. I love I love all my friends here, but I need to start being able to have solo freedom and spending time by myself on little day trips and other places. So I'm really excited about the tiny, tiny little travel potential of that. But who knows? I mean, once I'm really comfortable, then sort of the whole contiguous United States and Canada and Mexico are my oysters, so I could go anywhere. Anyway, that's my exciting travel news. I've been sort of pondering like what I want 2022 to look like in terms of traveling because there's so many places I want to go and I'm just, you know, I'm really antsy for it like we all probably are after the past two years. But I'm still not comfortable traveling solely for leisure or pleasure at this point. Like if I had a reason, if there, you know, if there was a family event or something I had to get on a plane, I I personally would be comfortable doing that, but I just I I'm not comfortable booking a trip just for fun at this point and that's no shade to anyone who does at all. We all have different comfort levels and, you know, situations in life and all of that. So you know, you do you try to keep other people safe, of course, but uh, personally, the whole like elective travel, I want to so badly, but I just uh, don't feel don't feel right about it yet. So hopefully again, of course, fingers, fingers crossed that things get safer and I can start going places for fun again. (laughs) Anyway, this is all to bring us to the topic at hand for today the cheapest travel destinations of 2022. 
Now, I know that cheap is a controversial word. We're not supposed to call things cheap, but to me, it's just so much easier to say than inexpensive. Um, I'd rather talk about like cheap things than inexpensive things. So the places you can go to for the least amount of money in 2022. Of course, there is no like one list for this, and it depends on many factors because like I have said ad nauseum on this podcast and probably will continue to in the future, travel can be as cheap or expensive as you want to make it. So any destination, nearly any destination could be really expensive if that's how you wanted to travel and you wanted to stay at five-star hotels and eat Michelin meals and all of that. Of course, it's going to be really expensive. But if you stay in hostels or do couch surfing or eat street food and all that stuff, it's going to be much less expensive. So all of this with a grain of salt that like, to some extent, travel is what you make of it in this regard. But of course, there are places that are more expensive and less expensive than others. So we are going to dig into some of those. Again, even even with that being said, it's still not a definitive list. I put together several different sources for this, but there are definitely trends of countries that appear on multiple or even all of the lists. So star those in your notebook or your phone as you're listening. And then, of course, there's what are you talking about in terms of expense? Is it the plane ticket to fly there or is it the costs you'll incur at the destination, your housing, your food, your recreation, all of that stuff? So there there are sort of two sides to the cost coin. We're going to look at them a little bit separately, but luckily there are overlaps. There are a few places that are cheap to fly to and cheap to do things at. So that is very exciting. For flights, I looked first at the student universe, and and of course, also, sorry, uh, I one thing I really struggle with is not caveating everything I say, but like nothing is black and white in this world, so I feel like I always have to give caveats, but I know it's a little, a little bit annoying. But for flights, it totally depends where you're flying from in the world. So of course, with so much of the world and the internet being Western-centric and America-centric, a lot of these are based in America. And since that's where I am too, that's kind of what I default to. But your flight prices are going to vary wildly across the board depending on where you're coming from and where you're going. So just that being said, the student universe has the top three cheapest places to fly to in 2022 as Bogota, Colombia, the capital of Colombia for $156 round trip. They didn't specify exactly where that's from. I assume generally the US. So Colombia right up there. Vancouver. Who knew? We'll get away to Vancouver. Vancouver's there as well, followed by San Juan, Puerto Rico for $130 round trip from the US. I will say I've seen Puerto Rico way up there as a cheap, well, I, again, I like the word cheap. Maybe I shouldn't shouldn't say cheap because it sounds a little negative, but an inexpensive place to fly to these days. I actually know a lot of people who are either in Puerto Rico right now or just traveled there. So I think for whatever reason, whatever way the stars have aligned, Puerto Rico is a really inexpensive place to go right now. And then Student Universe also listed in just a general group, Mexico, Canada, Peru, the UK, and Spain as other potentially cheaper destinations to fly to. I also wanted to look at Scott's Cheap Flights, and if you have not heard of them, I highly recommend checking out that site. It's sort of the gold standard for finding travel deals and cheap flights and all of that stuff. 
At the top of the article for Scott's Cheap Flights, I just want to read this paragraph they have. It's a new year, and fingers crossed, that means new opportunities to see the world. While we always recommend letting the deals dictate where you go, there are always a few places we're pretty confident we'll see deals to in the coming year. These may be places that are getting new routes or new airlines serving them or spots. It's just reliably cheap to fly. So there are a number of reasons why, I mean, there's so many reasons why plane ticket prices fluctuate, but if new airlines are flying to a place or more routes are being added, then the prices are probably going to go down. Or like they said, there are some places that it's just generally less expensive to fly to. So the first place that Scott's Cheap Flights has on their list is Vietnam. And this is fantastic because Vietnam is also going to come up later in this episode as well. Apparently, the Vietnamese government has announced plans to reopen by the second half of 2022, which means later in the year we might be able to go to Vietnam. Vietnam Airlines has launched the first nonstop flights between the U.S. and Vietnam from San Francisco to Ho Chi Minh City. And Bamboo Airlines, which I've never heard of before, but that's a delightful name, is planning to launch nonstop service from Hanoi to San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Seattle. So with all those new flights being added, Vietnam could become a very popular place to go. And I also meant to say, before all of this, before we got into the details, all of this is COVID-dependent. You know, these countries may change their border regulations in the coming year based on how everything plays out. They may have specific requirements for entry in terms of vaccination and testing. So obviously, this is not to say, like, you can you can totally go to these places in 2022. Like, you must follow up and do research before you make any plans or book any tickets. This is just to sort of put these countries on your radar, on your map for the coming year as potential travel opportunities. But obviously, you guys know that. I just, I just wanted to cover my own butt and put that out there. So first, we have Vietnam for potential low-cost airfare. Second up is... Singapore. Oh, I love Singapore. I would love to go back there. Go to Singapore and eat all the food. That is the only thing that I have to say. Singapore was reopened to vaccinated Americans with no quarantine in October of 2021, which means I did not research all of these, but I assume if they're open to vaccinated Americans, they're open to vaccinated other nationalities as well. They also have one of the highest rates of vaccination among the world. So fairly low-risk destination, in all things considered. The next one on the list is Oman, which I don't know much about at all. But apparently it's known as both the Pearl of Arabia and the Switzerland of the Middle East, so that sounds absolutely fantastic. Number four on the list is Greenland. Ugh, and I just watched my favorite movie the other night, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which takes place partially in Greenland, and oh my gosh, I would love to go there so much. So... Unfortunately, Scott's Cheap Flights follows up with the addendum that currently travel to Greenland isn't recommended, although fully vaccinated Americans are allowed as long as we have a negative test from a Nordic or EU country, which is hilarious because I wonder if they don't trust American testing. Um, But hopefully that will change, and they do expect that to be one of the less expensive tickets in 2022. Followed by Ghana... Apparently, United Airlines is going to be upping the frequency of flights to Ghana, so that could cause prices to drop as well. Then we have Venice, Italy, so jumping over to Europe a little bit. Italy reopened to tourism in early 2021 with testing and vaccination. 
and the average price of an economy ticket between San Francisco and Venice is $473 round trip, which is pretty good for a round trip ticket to Europe, especially from the west coast of the U.S. All right, there are a few more on this list. I will link to the whole article in the show notes so you can read through them all yourself and just start daydreaming about where you want to go. And now we are jumping over to the other side of the equation, which is costs while you are in the country. The first list I'm going to run through is from my all-time favorite, Nomadic Matt. You know I quote him quite a bit on this podcast, but every single time I do research for an episode, his his articles, his blog posts come up first, so I can't help. He's written about absolutely everything out there regarding travel. So according to Nomadic Matt, for 2022, the least expensive countries to travel in are Costa Rica, Vietnam, Ukraine, Romania, China, India, Argentina, Cambodia, Greece, South Africa, and South Korea. I ran through that kind of fast because that's just our initial list, but you're going to see some overlap with these next ones. Next up, we have Indie Traveler, who divided their destinations by continent. So Indie Traveler says that the least expensive European countries are the Baltic states. Poor Baltic states, they always get lumped together. Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, three separate countries. Also, Romania, Georgia, Albania, Bosnia, Turkey, and Armenia. The cheapest countries to travel in in Asia, according to Indie Traveler, are Vietnam, ding, 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 Vietnam again, Nepal, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Indonesia, and the Philippines. The cheapest countries in the Americas are Mexico, Colombia, Guatemala, Argentina, Cuba, and Bolivia, followed by in Africa, Morocco, and Cape Verde. So you already see we have some commonalities there. And the last one I'm going to look at is from Be My Travel Muse, which says in Asia, the cheapest countries will be Laos, Vietnam, ding, 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 Cambodia, ding, 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 Northern Thailand specifically, Indonesia, again, the Philippines, also Malaysia, Sri Lanka, Taiwan, India, some parts of China, and Kyrgyzstan. In Europe, Be My Travel Muse says Romania, again, that's three for three for Romania, Georgia, Greece, we've seen those before, the Czech Republic, Ukraine, Poland, Croatia, Turkey, again, the Baltics, again, (laughs) poor Baltics, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and then followed by in the Americas, Mexico, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Colombia, and Bolivia, you will recognize some of those again, and then in Africa, South Africa and Namibia. So you can see the countries that made it on all three lists were Vietnam, Cambodia, and Romania. So definitely pin those. The ones that made it on two of the lists were Ukraine, China, India, Argentina, Greece, South Africa, Georgia, Laos, Indonesia, Thailand, the Philippines, India, Georgia, Greece, Ukraine, Poland, Mexico, Guatemala. (laughs) I'm repeating some of these, but for the actual list, uh, check out the blog post for this episode so you don't have to be like mentally trying to remember this or frantically writing it down. So generally speaking, those are all countries that you can expect to travel within relatively inexpensively in 2022. But you know, it's one thing to say like this country is a cheap destination or an inexpensive place to travel, but what does that really mean? So I'm going to break it down. We're going to look at one of these destinations in Europe, in Asia, in Africa, and in the Americas and see what exactly you might be paying and what you might be spending your money on. Again, 
everybody is different and every single day that you travel is going to be different. So some days you might spend more than others. Some days might be super cheap. You might prioritize a slightly fancier place to stay, but cheaper food, whereas someone else would do it the other way around. So all of this stuff is totally variable, of course. This is just to give you a little bit of an idea of generally what prices are in these places. So first up, we are going to look at Greece because Greece appeared on a couple of these lists as an inexpensive destination in Europe. And I mean, who doesn't wanna go to Greece, right? I spent Christmas and New Year's there many years ago at this point, and it was a lot of fun. Of course, Christmas and New Year's being the off season, so it was less expensive to travel there and to do things while we were in Greece. I was in Athens. We traveled to Poros, the island of Poros and Hydra, and the peninsula, I think it is, of Nafplio. Um, so a few different places, but not like Santorini or anything like that, which were not that appealing in winter. And I also think it may have been either impossible or really, really hard to get to some of the really famous islands in winter just because the ferries are not running, the boats are not running, but also just in general, it was one of those vacations where we wanted to avoid the really, really hyped tourist destinations. I'm sure they're incredible. God, Santorini looks amazing in pictures, but we wanted to stick a little bit off the beaten path for that vacation. So we went to some of the lesser known islands that were a little bit easier to get to in winter. Now I am using Nomadic Matt again for this because he has a great article titled Traveling Greece, How Much Does It Really Cost? And this was written in August of 2021. So mid last year, perhaps not the most super relevant information, but not really old either. And he did write this during the pandemic, so a lot of it is probably still relevant right now. He quotes all of his prices in euro. So we're gonna round up a little bit for US dollar because it's like, it's one to one point something. They're not exactly the same, but they're close. So Nomadic Matt says that on average, of course, these are all averages, a bed in a hostel dorm room might cost about 10 to 15 euro a night. So maybe like, 12 to 16 or something like that. A uh, private room in a hostel would be about 30 to 60 euros a night, but of course on Santorini or Mykonos, it's going to be quite a bit higher. A budget hotel would run you about 40 to 60 euros a night. A euro, so like standard street food, amazing, delicious street food, but a euro or similar to go food would run you about two to three euros, so a few dollars. Glass of wine in a restaurant, about 2.5 to four euros. A main dish in a restaurant, about 8 to 12 euros, so probably, you know, 10 to 15 dollars. Cocktails, about 12 to 15 euros, so we're getting a, a little pricier, a little bit up there, but of course we don't have cocktails every single night when we're traveling, or do we? No judgment, we all travel our own way. You could go on a tour for about 15 to 50 euros, or a boat tour for 10 to 35. A ferry will run you about 25 to 70 euros per ride, depending on where you're going, obviously. There's a vast difference there. Subway tickets, bus tickets in the city, about one to two euros per ride. And tickets to historic sites or museums, about 10 to 20 euros. So he sets up a couple different budgets at different price points. This first one is the super shoestring traveler. So as cheap as you can possibly get, you cannot save any more money than this. You could pay zero to 10 euros for accommodation. Zero being if you're couch surfing, presumably, um, or about 10 for a pretty cheap dorm room hostel bed, about 10 euros a day for food if you're eating mostly street food and things like that. 
about 10 euros for transportation, different places around the city. No budget for activities. You're doing all free stuff, free walking tours, sightseeing, hiking, beaches, all of that. You could spend in total about 20 to 30 euros per day. So that is fantastic. Although it will be a little challenging to stick to that. The next level is also budget. It's the backpacker spending a little bit more in accommodation, 10 to 15 euros, 10 to 20 for food and also 10 to 20 for drinks. You're allowed to have a few drinks in this budget, 10 to 15 for transportation, 10 euros for activities for a total of 50 to 80 euros per day. So 50 is not so bad. 80, I feel like is getting up there <laughs> for me at least uh, when I think about budget travel. So he does have some higher price points as well. The next one is called the middle of the road traveler followed by the, I only have two weeks so I don't care traveler. We're not gonna get into those because we are trying to stick to the cheapest places travel in this episode. So Greece, anywhere from about 20 to up to 80, I would say about 20 to 50 euros a day if you're being super budget about it. The next one we are going to look at, flying to Asia, Vietnam. Vietnam appeared on every single one of those lists that we looked at, so this could be a great potential trip in 2022. And these stats are brought to us by myfunkytravel.com. And of course, all of these are linked in the blog post for this episode, which is in the show notes. So myfunkytravel.com says you could travel pretty comfortably on 20 US dollars a day in Vietnam. And they also say that doubling that doesn't really provide an enormous upgrade. So just generally, whereas like in Greece, if you spend more money, you're gonna be living a higher lifestyle. But in Vietnam, costs are so low generally that like spending twice as much money isn't going to change your experience that much. Of course it will, but just a little bit. My Funky Travel says that budgeting for $30 a day instead of $20 will give you a little bit of flexibility in terms of like excursions, activities, and little splurges now and then. For example, like a boat trip or kite, kite surfing lessons. That's fantastic. And they break it down for cost of travel in Vietnam as $25 to $35 for a sleeper train, a birth, an air-conditioned berth on a sleeper train. That, I would totally pay $25 to $35 for that. You would pay about a dollar for a beer in Ho Chi Minh City. So we're, we're back in our dollar drink, dollar beer locations. For a meal at a cheap restaurant, probably street food, that's gonna be about two to three dollars. A cheap dorm bed in a big city from about three dollars. So street food, we've got the same price as Greece roughly, but the accommodations are far cheaper. If you wanted a private room in a hostel, you might pay about eight dollars USD or for a full day kayaking trip or something like that, about 25 to $30 USD. So that's pretty good. I can see why Vietnam is on all of these lists. Also, Vietnam is incredible. I mean, I, I can see why it's on lists to travel to in general. I only spent a few days there, but some of the best food I've ever eaten in my life and the people were wonderful and welcoming and, you know, I could go on and on, but I haven't seen that much of Vietnam. So how about you go and tell me all about it and then I'll go back in the future. So now flying over to Mexico, which was also on a lot of the lists. This is from travelyourmemories.com. Travel Your Memories says that you can have a great time in Mexico for $50 or less per day. I like the less per day. If you're staying in hostels, eating at local restaurants and a lot of activities on your own, For super budget, again, the lowest, lowest possible costs you can have on a trip to Mexico, you might pay six to $18 for a hostel or bed in a hostel dorm room, 
one to three dollars for street food, two to four dollars for taxis, taxi rides, and maybe like $25 for activities. They also list miscellaneous. There's an extra $24 for miscellaneous, which is always good to factor in as well. The next level up, still kind of budget, but getting into more mid-range. If you wanted to pay a little bit more, you could spend about 20, 25 to $40 on like a low cost hotel room. Mid-range food is gonna run you five to $8, so still not super expensive. In this case, I would do the hostel dorm room and then spend a, splurge a little bit more on some $5 or $8 food. Um, a bus ride, if you're gonna take like a six hour bus ride, is gonna be about 18 to $30. And things like tours, if you wanted to go on a sailboat tour, about $36, or a whale shark tour, $129, but I would not count that in budget travel at all. <laughs> I guess that is under mid-range. They also have local beer for $1 to $3. So again, definitely in that budget, uh, budget kind of drinking. <laughs> The last place we are looking at is South Africa, which was on two of our lists, and we are back to Nautic Matt for this one. He breaks it down into three ranges, backpacker, mid-range, and luxury, so we are only going to look at backpacker. It's about $9 to $12 for accommodation every night, food 10 to 12, transportation 4 to 8, attractions about $15 for an average daily cost of 38 to 47. I do think it's funny that so many of these places were so precise with their dollar amounts. I would have just said like 35 to 45 dollars, but 38 to $47 for budget travel in South Africa. This would be for staying in a hostel, cooking a lot of your meals. He does say cooking meals, so buying things at a grocery store and cooking them in the hostel kitchen probably, doing lots of free activities and not drinking very much and using local transportation as opposed to taxis and things like that. He also points out that campgrounds are all over the country and that you can camp for about $5 to $20 USD, $25 USD a night. So that could also be a budget option if you are able to travel with a tent and you like camping. That is a possibility in South Africa. And for food, you're gonna be spending about $1.70 to $6 USD for a one-person meal. If you wanted a nicer three-course meal at a restaurant with wine, still only about $14 USD per person. I'm really impressed with that. So South Africa is definitely on the list for possible budget travel in 2022. And I hope that gives you a little bit of an insight, a window into what you might expect to spend in just a few countries around the world randomly chosen. Well, not randomly, they made it on all of our budget travel lists. So I hope that gives you a brief window into what you might expect to spend in four specific countries around the world. But these are places that you probably will be able to travel fairly cheaply within in 2022, assuming that we are all allowed in due to COVID restrictions and entry requirements and vaccines and tests and all of that fun stuff that we have been dealing with now for more than two years. Oh my goodness, don't let me go down that route. If you do have any trips planned for 2022, I would love to hear about where you are going and what you are going to do there and why you chose them. I always wanna know why people chose to go where they did, whether it was purely because the ticket was amazing, you couldn't resist that ticket price that was on sale, I've definitely done that before, or if this is a place that you've been wanting to go for a long time, tell me all about it, tell me the cheapest plane ticket you've ever found. For more on cheap plane tickets, you should check out the episode on how to find cheap flights, which I will also link to in the show notes and the blog post as well, because that goes hand in hand with this. It's not always up to luck as to what places 
um, have less expensive flights, sometimes you can hack the system a little bit and find your way into a cheaper airfare. So you can send any of those stories or information to goingoutyourdoortravel at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at goingoutyourdoor and on Twitter at goingoutyour. And we will be back next week with more tips and travel tricks and how to get the most out of your travel experience on Going Out Your Door. Bye.